that's the most two important component to start a business. Number one, you have to be taken out and forced out of from your comfort zone, and you have to see an opportunity and believe in it. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Who do you call in an emergency? You probably dial 911. But who do you call when your business has been hacked or if your computer gets the blue screen of death? You better call 911, PC help who can bring life back into your business while maintaining a healthy IT environment. It's all been said, it takes an apple a day to keep the doctor away, but what does it take to keep your business running 24 seven to make sure you as an owner can keep your business profitable? We have with us today, the founder and the president of 911 PC Help, and they offer up a lot more than emergency troubleshooting on demand. They also provide network security, voice over IP, data protection, cybersecurity, and cloud computing services. Vlad, welcome to the Twins Talking Up podcast. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here, and thank you for having me on this podcast. Awesome. Love it. Vlad, now, you've been providing IT support services since 2002, but even before you started 911 PC Help, you actually founded one of the first ISPs And if you don't know what that is, Internet Service Providers to our audience, back in Lithuania in the early 2000s. Can you please tell us how you started and began your entrepreneurial journey, what that looked like, and what were some of the typical challenges you had when you first began this business? Well, it's a long story. I'll try to make it short. To my opinion, when, uh, when you have to start something new, completely unknown, you have to be taken out of your comfort zone. You have to be out and you have to have some desperation to achieve, to get somewhere. That's exactly what happened to me. It was 1996. I lost my job in Lithuania and uh, I was near close to technical at all, to computer. 1996 in Lithuania, it was computer era just started, just started to begin. No one really had computers a lot. It was kind of stone age computer wise. And uh, it just chain of circumstances, which led me to computer industry, friends, uh, referrals, some uh, access to some resources. Again, it just, it was just an opportunity which I saw and recognized and used. That's the most two important component to start a business. Number one, you have to be taken out and forced out of from your comfort zone. And you have to see an opportunity and believe in it. That's exactly what happened. 
Vlad, this is David, and I'm so glad that you mentioned the challenge of getting out of your comfort zone and having the courage to say, let me take this opportunity. And that's what you did. So you did this in Lithuania back when we're still gaining traction and understanding how to apply these type of services for businesses. But how did you take that leap going from Lithuania to now in the United States? Tell us about that part of your journey and why the entire country you chose the Bay Area. Well, again, it was nothing to do with me. <laughs> uh, again, it was an opportunity and it was uh, out of a comfort zone, kind of. So from 1996 until 2000, I was quite successful ISP in Lithuania. I, I wasn't their biggest one, the hugest one, but I got my niche. I got my niche. I was one of the first one who started to apply wireless internet, not just Wi-Fi in the house, but connecting to buildings, the three buildings. But unfortunately, a huge Norwegian Finnish cons uh, telecom bought out Lithuanian telecom and a small ISP like myself being pushed out from the market. And uh, at that time, uh, the best friend of mine, he was here already in USA and he said, why don't you come over? I just form a uh, startup and I'll take you. So it was kind of golden pillar, as I say. <laughs> it wasn't hard, so I don't want to brag about it. It was easy. So I just landed to some new form startup in 2000. And uh, I started to do IT, IT management, not, not ISP, nothing to do, but just my some business experience, my uh, organizational skills allowed me to keep this IT department run and it was it was great again it was a comfort zone i got just my my second child son born my my friend who was a, a one of the founders of this uh, company it was kind of comfort zone as well and uh, everything was great until uh, that startup started to hit some down downside so at some point they out of business in about 2003, they closed the door and I was literally, I'm not kidding you, literally, I was the last person who turned the switch off and locked the door. <laughs> I did it. And uh, well, uh, two kids, no job and uh, out of comfort zone. What, what I can do, I can do, I can do customers, I can do some computer skills, I can do some uh, business knowledges, and I just started to apply, I started to climb. It wasn't, it wasn't easy. I have to tell you, it wasn't easy. About four, four, five years, it was hard, almost 24 hours. But I was dedicated. That's the only, I was dedicated. And when you dedicate it, and when you keep digging, 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 you will dig gold. Yeah. For sure, 100% proven. And those gold are opportunities. I've seen some opportunities, I took them. I've seen opportunities, I took them. And that's how about 2007, I got myself, uh, I have to be in the same time in two different places. And uh, I came to conclusion, I have to hire someone to help me. 
Now, Vlad, before we get to you hiring your first person, because I love that you brought that up, uh, a lot of our audience, they're entrepreneurs or business leaders such as yourself, and then we have some people who would like, who would like to start their own company. And I love the fact that you said get out of your comfort zone, and you were actually forced, not once, multiple times throughout your career, you were forced to move to a situation where you can actually have a uh, opportunity to take care of your family. That's how you came to the barrier. Then you were the last person to turn off the lights. You were forced once again with the family and children to start something that was unique, which is an IT services business. Each time you were forced, and then you, got out, you had to get out of your comfortable zone again to hire your first employee. So what I'm hearing, Vlad, you're saying over and over again to our audience is that you must continuously, not just once in your life, but you must continuously develop a mindset to get out of your comfort zone. It takes a lot of work to get out of the comfort zone. You may be great at IT, but you're not willing to excel in sales and marketing and business development, but you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to grow your business. You have to do some effort in those areas you don't like. And so I'm going to let our audience know, if you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching us on YouTube, Vlad is telling you, an insight you need to have is continuously, not just once in your life, you must continuously challenge yourself to get out of your comfort zone if you like to grow, if you like to scale your business. And now this comes back to you hiring your first employee. So Vlad, tell us, when you hired your first employee, what was that mindset you had? What was going on in your mind? And then how did you once again get out of the comfort zone to bring in your first employee? We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSP Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Same, same scenario. I was, I was terrified. I was terrified. I was scared to death because my first, my first thought was if I bring someone in the six months, he will steal my business. Period. And I couldn't get rid of this. I talked to my clients about it. 
because I was still new in US. It was like six years only. I considered myself new. I didn't know ethic. I didn't know culture yet. I didn't know business mentalities. And I thought that's exactly what's going to happen. And I was scared, but I didn't have a choice. So I was pushed out from my comfort zone. Either I'm going to start losing businesses, new ones, or I have to overcome myself, trust it, and bring someone, which again, wasn't easy, but bring someone who will help me and I can trust. That's a lot of work. And I got lucky. Again, when you start digging continuously, you will, you will find gold. When you're looking for someone continuously, you will find someone who would be perfect fit. And it happened. Yeah. I love that. I love that. This is Danny. And Vlad, I love the fact that you actually had a fear and you verbalized the fear, but yet you didn't let the verbalization of the fear become reality. A lot of people, and you said this perfectly, if I grow my MSP, if I grow my IT services firm and I hire a good tech, that tech's going to leave, maybe take my customers, maybe low, offer a lower price service per month. What do I need to do? And everybody has the same fear when they grow their business. Everyone has this fear that if I hire somebody and I train them, they leave. There's a saying that the CEO and the CFO were, were having at a large company. And the CEO was saying, hey, what happens if we train these employees and they leave. And the CFO said, well, what happens if we don't train them and they stay? And so <laughs> what this really means is that you have to hire good people, yes. the best yes. people, so they can do what you hire them for. And at the same time, the fear is always going to be there. But your mindset needs to be, I need to get out of this comfort zone. I need to get out of this comfort zone that I have. And the fear that I have is keeping me from getting out. So I need to just do it. I need to be able to trust my business. I need to be able to trust the process I've created that it's going to work well. And a lot of MSPs out there, they have this fear. I'm a team of one. I'm, I'm, I'm a team of two if I bring in my spouse. A lot of people are bringing their spouse to do the operations, the bookkeeping, the finance, the marketing, and they're ready to bring in another tech, but they have that fear. And I love how you said, continuously get out of the comfort zone, continuously get out of the comfort zone. And that is what allowed 911 PC help to really grow is because you continuously over the years, back in Lithuania, in the San Francisco, the Bay Area, you continue to push yourself. So I appreciate you bringing that up to our audience. Yeah, Vlad, this is David. And um, I wanna jump in here real quick. If you're listening to the program and you like what you're hearing, you appreciate the content we're delivering, especially the guests, that you're listening to, make sure you are subscribing to this platform. Find out ways that you could be supporters of Twins Talk It Up. We are joined today by an incredible leader, Vlad Gallant, uh, the owner of 911 PC Help there in the Bay Area of California. Vlad, I've got to ask you an interesting question because on your website, you have this phrase that I really like. It says, please contact us ASAP. Data loss can often be terminal. That's awesome. Now, we've seen the ratings. You get a five-star rating. People love your work. But how did you come up with this unique name, 911 PC Help? Well, it's my creativity. When I started to do my business, uh, I was supposed, and again, it was 2003, 2000, yeah, 2003. And it was just break fix. There was no such a mean MSP. There was no such a mean proactive, specifically for one guy. It's an it's emergency. And what's emergency? 911 PC help. And uh, 
I understand as of today, since we switched to complete MSP, we don't, we almost don't do break fix. Uh, my name doesn't really related to what we do, but historically it's been great and people love it. So that's nothing, nothing fancy about fancy about this story. I just came up with it. You have to be, you have to be creative. It's a part of, <laughs> of doing business. You have to be creative. You can't just set and forget. It has to be rotated. Some new phrase, you have to always think about new, new motto, new catchphrase, new speech, new something new, because people tired looking at the same message. Eh, okay, whatever. But if, this, if the same company comes with a new message, that may attract that, uh, some, some, some attention. I, I love that. This is Danny. And the great thing about it is most people will look at a brand and that brand is so definitive that people buy the brand before they buy anything else. When people think about quality, when they think about something that's gonna last forever, when they think about something that is very strong, they always think about a certain product. It could be an automotive product, it could be a phone, it could be anything, but yeah. people always think about that brand. There was, a, there was a time where Apple, people thought about Apple, you buy Apple, you're gonna buy a product, never get a, never get a virus. We know that's not true, but that was, the, that was what people thought back in the day. If you're a graphic designer, you're gonna buy an Apple product. Uh, and back in the day when people thought about IT, if you're going to buy software, you buy IBM. There, there, there was just this thing that was going on. So your brand is so important. And the, the fact that your slogan, please contact us ASAP, right? Data loss can be terminal. I love that because it's actually talking about the brand. When something happens to your computer and you're running a multi-million dollar project and it just closes, it just freezes, you are panicking. You're panicking. What do you do? You're going to call 911 PC help. That is fantastic. It's a brand. So audience, if you listen to the podcast, what we're really trying to tell you and teach you is that you are the brand. Yes. At the end of the day, if people call 911 PCC help and Vlad does not pick up the phone and Vlad and his team cannot respond in an appropriate manner, when that customer is, it's an emergency for the customer. Vlad knows I've dealt with this system all the time. I dealt with this. It's not really an emergency, but in the customer's eyes, it's an emergency. He knows that if he doesn't respond right away, his brand reputation can go down. So remember, whatever you do, decide to do, whatever catchphrase you have, whatever slogan you have, whatever you decide to name your brand, your business, you are the brand. And we want to make sure you focus on that. Now, Vlad, on your website, you list some emergency services that people can call when they have a 911 need. And one of the things you talk about is cyber attack remediation. We know that today, out of all the cybersecurity breaches that are happening, 50% are happening in the SMB space right now. And we know that in the SMB space, 97% of those breaches happen because the end user, the employee, did not have cybersecurity awareness training. And that's actually where a lot of these things happen. Why is cybersecurity a part of your maintenance plan that you offer each month to your clients? Why is that part of your maintenance plan? It's an essential part. Without it, I wouldn't even provide any IT services. Uh, you can't you can't separate IT service and cybersecurity because uh, again, if cybersecurity is not in place, business is in danger. It's a great danger for it. If uh, no training, if uh, people, if customers, they cannot recognize they've been ignorant 
or they think it's not going to happen to them because they are too small, it's a wrong mindset. And our goal is, number one, cybersecurity is a tool, but the best part is to educate and teach customers to recognize the whole, the whole picture, the whole danger of what's going on in terms of breaches and cyber threats and cyber crimes. If they start to think, if they start to understand the importance of it, uh, they would do just half of my job, right? Therefore, therefore, but unfortunately, uh, customers I meet, the new ones, they still a little bit behind. They're still ignorant. They still ah, why do I need it? It's working fine. If it's if it happens, we'll we'll <laughs> we'll talk then. And no one no one really wants to believe something's going to happen to them. Therefore, and, 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 and I said, even though customers are trained, so they are aware it's still going to happen, but that's gonna be on us. So we are responsible. As long as customer is on our side, we are a team, me and customer, not just customer there, we are there, we both separate, we're just doing our job. No, we are team and being a team, we can we can create a pretty much good defense. This is Danny Vlad. I appreciate you bringing that up. I want to encourage our MSPs today. I want you to value your clients. Uh, it doesn't matter what business you're in, insurance, finance, IT, value your clients enough to not be afraid to make this a standard. Yeah. As Vlad was talking about, cybersecurity shouldn't be an option. It has to yeah. be part of what he does every month and what he provides his customers. A lot of MSPs out there, you're transitioning from break fix to becoming a full MSP. Don't be afraid to provide a full cybersecurity tech stack solution. I know that you'll think that people won't buy you because you're too expensive, but if you value your client and ultimately you value your brand because your reputation is on the line if your customer is hacked. Your reputation is on the line if they're breached and they lose all their data and all their information or they get locked out. So please do not be afraid value your customer, value yourself, and put in this as a standard. Now, Vlad, as you were creating your packages and your standards, how long did it take before you felt comfortable that this was the right tech stack or the right standard to provide your customers and that your brand, which is yourself, uh, will be able to stay secure uh, no matter what happens? How long did it take you to feel you felt comfortable when you built this, built this stack? Well, I can't really tell how long because it's a, it's a collective effort. I'm not doing it myself. So I have a team, we're doing it together. We, we evaluate, we uh, do some demos, although it's not, it's not simple to do demos because you have to abandon the product you're working with and you have to bring something else. Although uh, talking about products, talking about uh, security stack, I want just a little bit pivot uh, into uh, into different uh, different direction. I've seen so many so many MSPs, so many business owners. Uh, they just overbuy different tools which overlap, and they keep buying because they think, okay, the more I buy tools, the better or safer my client will be. Although it's not always true. 
number one, you overwhelm yourself with a majority, like a lot of tools. Number two, you increase the cost of the business. Although you, you will have to increase price for customers. I would, I would say, so right now we don't have a lot. We have enough. We have enough. Again, it's not 100%. No one can be, give 100% of stock. But we have enough, knocking the wood, <laughs> we have enough as of now to keep our customers safe. And it's not, it's not uh, I don't have any products which will overlap another. Again, this is, uh, this is not, it's, it's not happened overnight. It takes months or maybe a year to recognize. This combination of tools is working great as of today because tomorrow it could be completely different and we are open to it. So you have to be open to completely change your stack and get something something new. So you, you have to be on watch all the time. But again, you don't have to overwhelm yourself with a abundance of different products because those products have been pushed on you constantly. And everyone says, my, 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 uh, my tool is better. Yeah. My product is better. My product is does this. My product does that. And we, we see it on every single show. And you kind of lost what would be the best. Therefore, you have to have a team and collectively decide what would be the best for clients. Not for you, but for clients. And then for you. Clients first. Yeah. Vlad, this is David. And I love what you shared and how important it is that you keep your clients first. It's easy to want to do what's comfortable, what you think is going to work best for you, but you've got to think about the clients first, what's going to be best for the client. But you said Absolutely. something that's very interesting, Vlad. You talk about efficiency. You talk about having a spirit of welcoming, diverse thinking. It's not just the Vlad show. You've got a team of incredible leaders, incredible talent you put around you to say, what's the best solution for these clients? We're talking about presenting efficient, incredible solutions. And like you mentioned earlier, let's not over, let's not overstack. Let's not over, over complicate these solutions by doing something that's going to be redundant. Let's do something that's going to work. So for a lot of our companies out there, the smaller firms, let's say the smaller SMBs, some of those organizations will have their own internal uh, IT support. Why would an organization, Vlad, in that situation choose to work with an MSP work with an MSSP like yours, instead of doing something internally with their own IT staff? Is it possible that they also could become blinded and not see the potential dangers or the potential efficiencies that can be brought in from outside? What are your thoughts on companies that don't have the outsource mindset, but they keep everything internally? Well, uh, in, a, in a modern language, it's called co-manage IT which I am I am big fan of. I'm big fan of it. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, anyone yet as a customer for Comanish IT, but this is a direction we're going right now. And the beauty of it, it's a, again, it's a collective effort, which I mentioned before, because collective effort, it's way more powerful than just one or two person. If you're on the same page, which is gonna be hard to convince internal IT to bring on board external IT because the first thing they're going to do is they're going to replace us but we are not 
we're going to be your hands. We can do some dirty job, uh, some updates, some patching, which internal IT don't have resources for, don't have time for. And they just can't. And specifically now, when a lot of people are remote, it's even harder to patch, to maintain, to support. Therefore, it's it's a super, it's a great idea to bring some external MSP on board. Absolutely, absolutely separate, separate, uh, create a rule if you want. So we do this, we're responsible for this. We do that, we're responsible for that. If you create that workflow, so instead of two or three internal IT, they will have five, eight, ten. For their, I don't know, for the tenth of the cost, but the efficiency would be great, and uh, that's uh, I I believe that's the future of 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 MSP. Awesome. This is Danny, and I love the fact that you said that Vlad that this is the future. When we at at Meetup in our business, we coach our partners, we help them specialize, verticalize, and productize. When I had my first MSP. And I had my first value-added reseller business. Uh, we did seven figures easily. And the way we did it was we did co-manage IT. We specialized in networking. That's what we did. When, when our partner who had a full staff of IT, they had 100 people in IT, 100 people. But they outsourced the networking to our organization. So when you think about replacing your edge, edge uh, switches, you think about replacing your core router, we did the Nexus, uh, Cisco Nexus, the five sevens and all that stuff. They, that's what our job was. That was our responsibility. Not only did we specialize in networking, we specialized in the architectural and engineering field. Right. And that because, was important because, yeah, because they had, had money. skills. Exactly. Yeah, we had had skills. skills. Yeah. We had that, and I want to encourage your audience, please listen to what Vlad is saying, because this is the future of IT. In the future, you're going to be in a position where you specialize so much to where organizations that have a budget, that have money, you don't have to keep chasing the chasing a small business client to pay their bill every month. They are looking at you as a value added partner yeah. to the organization. Because of your specialization, they're outsourcing it to you. And together there's clear demarcation of what they do, what you do. And together you are part of their strategy to keep their business operational, running and profitable. This is great insight as you're growing your practice, building out your, your specialization, no matter what business you're in, think about what it means to specialize, productize, verticalize, and what it could also mean in the future to partner with other organizations. This is the key to success. Vlad, this is David, and I appreciate us having this conversation about working with others. You're willing to work with the customer. You're co-partnering on a solution. You're working with your staff. You're working with incredible talent to say, let's bring the best solutions for our clients. You, you also believe in teamwork and working with groups. You're part of a peer group where you meet with other CEOs of managed services practices. Why did you decide to join a peer group? And what do you believe have been some of the benefits that you received sharing, working together with other owners, much like yourself? Oh, it's simple. It's, uh, it's, it's, it has so many benefits. And uh, again, you bring a team of experts. You can be expert in everything. And uh, you can come up with uh, ideas all the time. At some point, you just completely drain out. And that's it. You're stuck. 
And when you meet with someone who are stuck as well, but he's stuck in a different place, you start to exchange and wow, all the gaps being filled. And uh, collective, collective effort, collective decision, it's a, it's a great tool. In a peer group, you're not, you're not competing. Mm -hmm. You meet people from different regions. You don't compete. You don't hound, hound the same customers. You build a trust. So you open up and tell them, here's my challenges. Here's my fears. What should I do? What do you think? And that person can do the same. And you just exchange. And as I said earlier, you just fulfill those gaps you have and you couldn't really fill with anything else because you drain out. That's why those peer group are so crucial. Even though you don't have anything to bring to the group and you can just consume, 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 at some point, you will get enough resource, enough experience to give back. So I would encourage, go to peer group. Go to peer group. Don't afraid. Open up. No one gonna hurt you in there, but you will gain so much you can't really imagine right, right now. This is Danny, and I'm glad you brought that up, Vlad. I think a lot of times we try to figure things out on our own. If we were able to go back 10 years and tell our younger self something when we first start our practice, what mm -hmm. would we say? That's what peer groups is about. You're actually going to a group where somebody may have overcome a hurdle that you're currently facing. Why try to do this on your own? And why wait 20 years saying, I wish I would have, I wish I could have, I, I wish I could go back in time. You could do that today in the peer group. I love that you brought that up. That is fantastic. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Vlad, this is David, and I appreciate you putting that out there. It's important that you find the right voice, the right leader to support your growth growth goals someone who's going to be able to challenge you keep you on the edge and be willing to be vulnerable to show you what they're doing in their own growth journey and for you to be a part of this peer group you're obviously 
surrounded by other leaders who are just as driven as you are. They're giving you their ideas. You're sharing your ideas. You're challenging each other to be your best. And I love that. So in the interim of not finding, let's say that one voice, you have many voices that are supporting you. And I love that, Vlad. I know for me in my own personal leadership journey, I have got someone that I brought into my life. He's been a mentor to me. We talk almost on a weekly basis and he's not in my space, but we do similar things. And then I've got a voice mentor. Why? Because as a public speaking coach, I look to someone who's doing this professionally, who's doing what I want them to do, want what I want to do. And then I brought in another voice because I realized that there are voices that I need for different seasons and different stages of my own career. So if you're out here and you're looking for that mentor and you haven't found that person yet, don't get frustrated. Find voices that can support your growth until you align with the right person and then be willing as you grow your business and you're successful to be a mentor to others. I think that's why it's so important. Vlad, I want to ask in terms of your own leadership growth, you know, we've talked about your journey, how you've had to constantly get out of your comfort zone, constantly push yourself to try something new, to try something different. So what are you doing now to grow your own leadership skills? What are you doing to keep yourself sharp? Because you're running a business, you're balancing your family at the same time. But what do you do to stay on the edge? Are you into books? Are you into podcasts? Are you taking other training? What are some of the things that you're doing? Uh, I'm trying to do a little bit of everything you just you just mentioned. Uh, if I if I get a book, I'll try to read it. It's not it's not easy though because you always get distracted. Uh, Again, I can I can tell I can tell uh, I'm 24 hours in a in a in a working mode. No, no, I have team, and I'm lucky. I have to admit I'm super lucky because my team is the best team I can ever start. So I have time in my in my hands right now. Uh, I'm trying to look for good webinars or good podcasts like yourself. Uh, books fine so I'm open and I'm like a sponge right now I'm trying to absorb any any new knowledges any conference like a recent big big conference it was a great one it was a great one just in terms you've met people there who is like yourself and you talk to them live not over zoom and uh, you feel them and it's way better to communicate again we're going back to networking but i believe that's a crucial one because again all these webinars all these books all this it's great but you still you still on your own and uh, again for myself i have to share i can't keep i'm not introvert i have to always and constantly share with someone about what i think about what what's good what's not good sometimes i just bombard my team okay guys this is a good tool this is a new idea they just okay leave us alone we're working don't bother us <laughs> but yeah you have to be you have to be you have to be on edge as you said you have to be on edge all the time you have to be driven otherwise you you, you need to find something else or get retired <laughs> this is danny i'm glad you brought that up vlad and you mentioned the Taylor Business Group Big Big Conference and how 
sometimes it's good to be there in person, not on a Zoom or on a Microsoft Teams or a WebEx session. You can feel the energy. And yeah. sometimes that energy that you feel can give you confidence that you are indeed moving your business in the right direction. What else did you get from that conference? Because you were there with hundreds of MSP business owners such as yourself. Was there mm -hmm. any other uh, thoughts or insights you want to share? Because I know that TBG has this thing called RTP, Roadmap to Profitability, where mm -hmm. you can actually know which aspects of your business you need to tweak to increase your profitability of your business. Uh, is there any other insights or anything you want to share with the audience about why peer groups are important or what else you gain from that? Because it, to me, you gained a lot. And not only that, you came up to me at the conference, introduced yourself, and you wanted to give back to the audience and say, what can I do to give back? And this was one of the thought processes we had. Come on board, tell your story, and then offer to be a mentor to anyone else who would like to start their own, their own practice as well. But what other insights did you, get, did you gain? Uh, my insight being on the TBG conference, it was my first one with TBG. But the opportunity has been recognized by every single member of our group. So we just set ourselves we sat down and we decided, do we like it? Do we see any opportunities? And every single said, yes, there is a big opportunities to share numbers, to share ideas, to share problems. And I have to tell a little bit more about peers, peer groups. It wasn't just specifically with our group. And I believe it's, it's other because I'm a member of different groups, not industry specific. My group, we decided not just discuss professional aspect or business aspect. Share if you are in pain personally, if you have some trouble personally, if you need support, or if you want to share with something, something glorious from your life. So we are not just, you know, some bunch of nerds who are just interested in your numbers. We want to be friends. And to make friends nowadays, it's not that easy. And you got an opportunity to get friends who would really care about your life outside your business, because outside your business, you have a life. You have to have a life. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. And that's the beauty of peer group. And that's exactly what we discuss uh, among my group in, in, a, in a big, big. So we want, we declared, we want to be involved in each other life. I don't know how it's going to work but we all willing to do so and that's 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 i would say that's the best part of the conference for me i appreciate you bringing that up this is danny i love the fact that you talk about getting each other's lives i think at the end of the day whether you're running a multi-million dollar business or even if you're lucky you happen to run a billion dollar company you still have to get back to being a person you still have to get back to being real you still have yep. to get back to taking care of your community and the fact that your specific group decided to really understand each other what's really hurting in your life what's really going on that makes you a real person it's not just yeah. about the numbers and i think that is fantastic no matter how how great you're doing audience no matter what's going on in your life you have to get back to being real and this includes a health check this includes yeah. as vlad was talking about reading lots of different books attending a lot of different webinars listening to different podcasts you have to continue to keep investing in yourself as well that's called being real nobody can be a robot unfortunately we try to be but no one can be a robot 
when we talk about this specific day today, I want to make sure our audience remembers you got to be able to get out of your comfort zone. If you want to grow a successful business, if you want to grow a successful practice, get out of your comfort zone. We've heard from Vlad today talk about his life story, going from Lithuania all the way to the Bay Area of all places. I mean, outside of New York, chose one of the most expensive places to go and to know, any, to know nobody, to grow a successful practice. You have to continuously get out of your comfort zone. You have to be able to try new things, which is fantastic. Hey, I have a background on this. I have a background on that. I can do some repairs here and there. I can be pretty good at this try new things. You have to be willing to work the best stack for your clients. Sometimes there are thousands of solutions out there. There's multiple vendors cold calling you every day, buy my product, buy this, buy that. But you know your customers better than anyone else. Figure out with your team of great people that you've hired, what is the best solution for your client? Join a peer group. This is what we heard Vlad talk about multiple times. There's great things you can learn from people within the group who've gone through challenges you have not faced or maybe you are currently facing. That's why peer groups are important. If you can find a great mentor, you can find a great leader, make sure you do that as well. And then when you put it all together, mindset. It takes a great mindset to get out of the comfort zone. It takes a mindset to say, I'm willing to go be with other leaders. It takes a mindset to go to your group and say, let's be real. Let's talk about what, what we're hurting on. Let's talk about what's really going on in our lives. It takes great mindset. Remember, Please don't contact us ASAP unless you understand one thing. Data loss can be terminal. <laughs> I love that phrase. Data loss can be terminal. This is why you call 911 PC help. If you're in the market today, you want to have someone to talk to, you want to have someone to speak with about growing your practice, and you just want another owner to talk about, please reach out to Vlad and his team. They can be reached at 911pchelp.net, or you can email them. Info at 911pchelp.net. On behalf of my identical twin brother, David and I, Vlad, we want to thank you for joining the Twins Talking Up podcast. We want to thank you for just coming on board, sharing your journey, and, and reminding us to be successful, we have to be willing to get out of comfort zone. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talking Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.